Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in the basic goodness of the human race is something that should never come out of the mouth of a pastor who wants to proclaim the truth of God's word. Yet, the basic goodness of man is the belief of the world that we live in. The world believes that man is good and loving, and it also believes this, that God's law is hateful, created by those in power to suppress the weak. Let's look at a couple of examples to explain that point. God's law says this, Honor your father and your mother. We confess that this means that we should fear and love God so that we do not despise or anger our parents and other authorities, but honor them, serve and obey them, and love and cherish them. Now when the world sees this law, they think of it as an oppressive regulation made by those in power. In other words, they see it as, you better fall in line. The fifth commandment says this, you shall not murder. In accord with the Bible, our church teaches, that includes not killing unborn children. And because of this, the world accuses us of hating women and trying to take away their freedoms. The sixth commandment teaches that you shall not commit adultery. And we teach that this means that we should fear and love God so that we lead a sexually pure and decent life in what we say and in what we do. And husband and wife love and honor each other. God's law says that sex is only meant between a man and a woman that God has joined together himself in marriage. Any other uses of sex outside of this union, whether it be heterosexual or homosexual, is wrong. And the world says that this law that protects the union through which God brings about new life, your life, is unrealistic, controlling, and even discriminatingly hateful. The Tenth Commandment says, You shall not covet anything that belongs to your neighbor. And the world says that desire is the ultimate motivator. The world views success In terms of who has the most, the world's mentality is, I deserve what you have. If God's law says that you should be content with your daily bread, then it's trying to keep you down because you deserve more. My friends, How can we be so far off? The truth is, 
the human race, including me and including you, is not good. God's law alone is good. And it points out that the whole human race, including you and I, are not. Jesus himself said, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. It's not the law that's bad. It is our desires that go against it that are bad. Jesus continues, For from within, out of the heart of man, comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, enver, envy, slander, pride, and foolishness. I am guilty of all these things, all of them. And all these evils, Jesus said, come from within, and they defile a person. Now, either we believe Jesus, that left alone to our own desires, we are evil, or we believe the world that says man is basically good and does not need to be saved. God's law shows that we are sinners and a holy, righteous God cannot be with us unless our sin is paid for. Now, he could just leave us and have nothing to do with us. He could do that. But that is not what he does. God so loved the world that he gave his son. God the Father wanted to unite with you and I even though we have broken his law. He gave his son in order to have us. And sometimes I feel when I look in the mirror, who would want me? God does. You see, in God is where life is found. God's very law is meant to protect the life that he created. Honoring father and mother is honoring how God gave you life. Not murdering is seeing, is seeing all his life that he's created as a precious gift that we have no control over. And honoring marriage between one man and one woman not only honors the possibility of life between this union, as we saw this last week, it also reveals the union of Jesus and the church, the gift of God to his church. God's law actually reveals something that we never think about. It reveals the love of God along with the sin of man. It condemns the death in our rebellious thoughts and actions. But Jesus has completed the law in our stead and he has died the death 
that we actually deserve. We said it this morning. We deserve nothing but temporal and eternal punishment. But Jesus has taken that. Why? Because he loves you. Why? Because he loves the world outside of these walls too. He reaches out from he reaches out to us from his death and resurrection. And what does he offer? New life. Something far beyond our limited desires. We are freed from the law's condemnation. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in Jesus is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. See, before Jesus, the law showed that we were all unloving sinners. That's why he came. To rescue us. Jesus continues, and this is the judgment. The light has come into the world, and people, they loved the darkness rather than the light. Why? Because their deeds were evil. For everyone who does wicked things, Jesus says, hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. Jesus has come to save us. That's his mission. The only question is, do we want to be saved or not? If we love what God's law condemns, let me, if we love what God's law condemns, then we hate what it reveals. If we love what God's law condemns, we hate what it reveals. You see, Jesus is the very fulfillment of the law. He said, do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. If Jesus fulfills the law for us being saved, that means the law is good. We believe in Jesus to fulfill the law in our place and in our stead, saving us from the hell that we deserve. And in him, something miraculous happens. We who once cowered from being caught we now fulfill the law's commands. Romans 6 asks the question, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? In other words, and in sin, meaning breaking the commandments, by no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. 
We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead, we too may walk in newness of life. Paul continues, showing that the new creation in us, it still struggles with the evil that Jesus described in our hearts. Paul says, I don't understand my own actions, for I do not do what I want, God's law, but I do the very thing that I hate, breaking God's law. Now, if I do what I do not want, I agree with the law. It is good. Wretched man that I am, Paul writes, who will deliver me from this body of death? When Paul compared his life and his desires to God's law, he saw something. His need for a savior. Who will deliver me, he cries. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Jesus fulfills the law on Paul's behalf and on your behalf. And once we are freed from the condemnation that our rebellion to the good law reveals, we are free to walk in the love of Christ. The love that God's law shows us. Paul finishes, Owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And any other commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Jesus makes us free to love as he's loved us. And we spend our days as Christians knowing the truth of our sin, which only deepens our understanding of the greatness of our Savior. If you don't know how great your sin is, you have no idea how great God's love for you is. If you're only this much of a sinner, Jesus is only this much of a Savior. My friends, I am this much of a sinner, infinitely. And Christ is this much of a Savior unto eternity. Yes, the law will show our depravity. It will show us the condemnation that we deserve. But it will also reveal something that the world cannot understand without the Holy Spirit. 
it shows us the incomprehensible love that Jesus has for us. That he would take away even our sin, becoming it. He became our sin and dying. How great is the love of God for the world? Just looked at Jesus' cross. And there you will see the body and blood of God given and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sin. And now the peace that comes from knowing Christ Jesus. Guard your hearts and minds until he returns for you. Amen.